Hi, everybody. This is Michelle Madison. My co-host John and I have been podcasting since 2005, and we do tons of bonus shows every week for our main show, Video Game Outsiders. Now, Warcraft Outsiders is one of those shows, so if you want to get these shows earlier with better sound quality and without this annoying ad at the front from me, you can check out VideoGameOutsiders.com and go premium for $1.99 a month and get tons of shows from John and me and support us. So let's check this episode out. Hello. Welcome to Warcraft Outsiders. What's up, John? Warcraft, Warcraft, Warcraft. Hi. How you doing? Hi. You scrolling? Yeah, I'm scrolling because uh, I opened my front door, and I'm trying to look at the photo here. All right. And I saw a big box from Blizzard. A big Blizzard box. Big Blizzard box. And it turns now, out- Now, is it, it like a branded <laughs> box, like an Amazon one with the logo no, and stuff? No, it okay, just came okay. from Vegas or something. It, it didn't actually come from Irvine, but it would have been here faster. A distribution center yes, of some exactly. sort. exactly. Just a brown okay. box. Um, and so, of course, I figured out it was my first Arthas statue, the Warcraft 3 Prince Arthas 10-inch commemorative statue. You know, that bronzy-looking one, right? That I know sure. I overpaid for, but I was still kind of excited because I thought it was going to look cool. So I opened it up. The thing is like- pitch black it has a few sort of pops of bronze but it's right. really really dark you can't even see the detail so we instagrammed a pic i also tweeted oh no i didn't tweet a pic i put it in discord um but you can't really see any of the detail on his face or even on his body because it's just so so dark so i was thinking like should i paint this <laughs> then i was like no what? it's way too risky you I know. should there's like a dry brush technique with bronze paint my friend was telling me about she's like you could kind of brush this a little bit just to kind of make it look more like their photo so they definitely did some tinkering with saturation and lighting and post-production work on that statue. It does not look like a fully overall bronze oiled statue. It's pitch black and it's got like bronze pops, but I'm still going to keep it. It's plastic. It's plastic. It's heavy. It's hard plastic. It's not soft like the Ragnaros one I have. So it does feel okay. It just still feels like a glorified Funko Pop, but I'm just more like, why is it not the color it was supposed to be? So I would love to paint it like in full color. But I know that would be just insane. I'd love to see his armor, like shiny, you know, gold and silver. Why don't you do that, honestly? Because what, I, I can ruin you? it. It's a $140 oh, statue. On. Just take your time. Yeah, that's great. It'll look like a child's toy, but we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I did that. That was a kind of pleasant surprise today. And then I also hopped on WoW. I haven't been doing that much, but I did hop on uh, my alt to invite Anna to the guild. Now, she used to raid with us, so it's good to see some of those people coming back. And I'll tell you, John, it kind of felt good to be back online and wow. Like I took like a little bit of a break here. I'm going right. to obviously play on Tuesday when the patch comes out, but it just kind of felt good to be in the world. I don't know how to explain it. Like sometimes when you take a break from wow and you come back, it kind of feels like, always feels like returning to home in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we do have like a Shadowlands guild. We're trying to start on Tychondrius. I have my all in there, um, my warlock, which I'm definitely leveling. we got a few people in discord that want to do like Torghast. So if you want an invite to that, you can head to our discord and ask and join our like wow community and try to get invite to the guild just for casual stuff. Or if you have an alt, you want to throw up on there. So I'm excited to see kind of what happens next week. And just kind of yeah, me too. Like I'm super storm. psyched to just see this kind of reset. You know, yeah. Like I, our classes are gonna behave differently, right? Are we getting like? There's gonna be some weird issues, some things where things are out of whack. I mean, the most fun thing to me yeah. is always finding the stuff that's broken. I think I mentioned that before because there's probably yeah. gonna be some kind of spell or spec or thing that's just completely ridiculous, and then you you know you go do some BGs or something, and you find and out you that exploit it. You're as one shot. You, <laughs> you have some fun because this is the time when anything goes. I almost wish instead of getting rid of corruptions, they just made it so everybody could have access to all of them and just have some fun. But I get why they're doing it. It's really that full wipe, that full reset, us going down to fifty and kind of getting ready for Shadowlands. So 
Yeah. Now I'm reading here. It says several classes have received larger revamps, such as the Shadow Priest. Shadow Priest, yeah. So my main is a Dis Priest. I really don't have interest in Shadow, but I think yeah. I'm going to check it out again because it was kind of fun when I played it in the Alpha or the Beta. I think they really did a good job compared to what it was. It feels more fluid. It kind of feels more intuitive just to play. So I might check out Shadow again. I know you're going to. So is that yeah. kind of your plan, just to kind of tinker around with Shadow when it comes out? Yeah, I mean, yes, I, I'm going to definitely give all my attention to my warlock and my priest, you know, as far as which discipline I focus on with the uh, priest. I, I do like shadow, I think, maybe more than, than disc. Um, By the way, did you ever find out if your friend liked the game? <laughs> oh, no. No, I didn't. You know what? And we were, we've were we been playing Call of Duty, too. So okay. I got to ask Matt. You've got to uh, ask him. We play almost every night. Uh, yeah. so. Be like, hey, next Tuesday or next Wednesday. Yeah. You want to play? Because there's a new thing Well, I up. should get him to play now that uh, when the pre-patch comes out, yes. I should get him to come back. Because exactly. I told him, I'm like, like I said before, I'm like, this is not the game. It's about to change completely. So, um, but yeah. I wanted him to see like some of the starting areas before they, you know, really got rid of that whole uh progression in the beginning so um yeah I'll, I'll find out i assure you okay good <laughs> so there was some news coming out a shadowlands developer update they sort of said look we get that the maw is supposed to be this desolate brutal domain of the jailer it's not supposed to be a place you want to go to right it's not supposed to be pretty it's not supposed to have this kind of feel of just like a whimsical great place it's supposed to be a shithole but they say this is a video game and we have to make it sort of a fun environment for you guys. And they said that the feedback has been saying that it's empty, it's falling short, and they said they are working to increase visual distinction and combat gameplay variety across the Maw. So what that really means, I don't know. They want to preserve a sandbox feel, John, where you kind of just go there and it feels organic and you can have fun and play around. Like, they don't want it to be very structured. But, right. you know, when I ran around the Maw, I kind of understand what people are saying. I didn't do tons there, but it didn't seem like much was happening. And you can't use your mount there unless you get a certain mount that drops in Torgas. So you're running around on foot in this brown wasteland and you're just kind of like confused. So I think that they said they're going to share specific updates when the beta is ready and get some more feedback. And they're really trying like last minute here to stitch together some of these things. But the major thing people are concerned about is the conduit update, they said. So they're like, yeah, we get that you guys don't want a weak cooldown on conduits. Okay, we have a fix for it. And guess what the fix is, John? Um, I... Uh... I, I I don't know. <laughs> Basically, another two systems that nobody oh, wants. On. Another currency, another thing to no, keep track of. No, this is of. the problem with the conduit game is there's too energy. much shit to take. Now you I don't have want to conduit keep track energy. You can, <sighs> and every time you get a new conduit, you get one conduit energy, so you can change one conduit. But I think you have a cap of 10 conduit energy, so it recharges at the rate of one per day. Adding a new conduit to your collection immediately recharges. It's like... What the hell? People didn't want this to be more complicated. They didn't want more systems. They didn't want more currencies or names or things to keep track of or things to think about. They just wanted to fool around with the conduits and have fun with the damn game. Please, Blizzard, scrap them or just make them cosmetic or meaningless. Like, nobody wants to do this. If you're not going to let people just fool around with them, their concern is you swap between every boss pull or every boss fight. You're going back, you're swapping talents, you're swapping conduits, you're swapping soulbinds. They don't want you doing that. So if that's the case, if you really don't want people to do that, then just make them like 
cosmetic shit. Like, let us focus on the class stuff. A lot of, like, WoW YouTubers and streamers have been saying, like, you guys have spent so much time trying to balance these uh, these systems, and then you do that by adding more systems on top of them. This is a shit show. It's going to be a shit show. And then Let's they wipe the back. systems and create new exactly. systems. Exactly. They wipe them. It's like, how about spending this time on the classes? How about spending this time on talent trees? How about doing something that we can keep? So they did say that tuning has been underway as well over the past couple of weeks, but a lot of work remains. Our main effort is sort of end game, like they said. But you know what? The thing is, when you had talent trees for, say, a warrior, if he was overpowered, you could tune one of the warrior skills, tune one of the talents. These, like, soul binds and these, like, uh, covenants are across all specs, across all classes. You can't just tune it somewhere because all of a sudden you just killed Elemental Shaman. It's very complicated and stupid. I don't know why they thought this would work. And we're finding, like, with a lot of the testing that it was, like, one certain ability was, like, 40% of someone's damage for one spec and then, like, none for another. It's, like, all over the place. So nobody is happy with their solution, like, to fix conduits. They just keep throwing more things, more systems. It's getting so convoluted. I think that's, like, the perfect word. And it's, like... When is this going to end? I thought we learned our lesson in Battle for Azeroth. I mean, that's when you go back to vanilla. You really appreciate the simplicity, and you don't have to keep track of all this shit. Right. And it's it, like I don't. That's kind of been the turnoff for me with BFIA was just all that shit I was keeping track of, and right. a lot of it I just didn't. Even, I just I'm like I don't care about that. I'm not yeah. even going to bother looking at that. Yeah. You know, I think I, that's yeah. what a lot of people felt and what a lot of yeah. people went through. Of course. Right. Um, so they did also release a video, Shadowlands pre-expansion patch survival guide, and they go through just like what the pre-patch is going to be and, um, you know, mostly cosmetic stuff, mostly level squish. And then they do talk about the zombie invasion and the events, but remember that's probably not going to be in the first week. So what's really going to be there for people that aren't leveling a new character once they change how their character looks? Probably not a lot the first week or two. Now, I also know we've been covering the random Warcraft movie rumors here every week. We both get a kick out of that. There's been some stuff going around the internet uh, last week with a lot of people photoshopping Henry Cavill as Arthas. And apparently, Christy Golden and Chris Metzen both made comments saying it like, looks great. He'd be great. Now, he played World of Warcraft. Of course, he played in the Witcher series as well. So people And he's a been- hunky PC builder. He is. That's right. He built a PC and he just seems like a nice guy. He's really into WoW or was at a certain point. So I would definitely approve that. And I think he kind of has the Arthas feel. The, the photos look really good, but people are like, please make this happen. And it's weird that this is going on, the photoshops, at the same time those other sort of movie rumors are happening. And when we know we'd love to hear the Arthas story. And so maybe Henry can uh, get that going and talk to somebody. And it, it would be cool, even if it was like a Netflix it would, thing. Yeah, it would, you know? it would be cool, though. But it just focused on the Lich King and just made it kind of just badass and dark and cool. Like, the last one really wasn't cool at all, you know? I I thought you liked it. I did like it, but but there was something not cool about it. Like, I don't know. I can't describe it. Yeah, I definitely get that. It seemed like... I guess they were saying it would have been good after three, but, like, you can't set up the trilogy like that. I don't think that was the case. I mean, it looked like they were wearing towels. The set design looks strange. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, there's something <laughs> – like, it just wasn't cool. Like, like seeing him, like, as some badass villain, you know, with this cool suit on, like, right. that just seems cool. Like, a Batman thing or something. You know, like, make it like that, you know. Right. Um, well, there's a good story there if we could actually get to it. But yes. they'd have to do something with just the way it was shot. Whoever did, like, the costume design and cat, the actors that were cast were really, really bad in my opinion. Opinion. So I think I'd love to see like a reboot and a good story, and Henry would definitely be a good addition to that. I think. And, and if they did another movie, just ignore the fact that the other one came out. Pretend it didn't happen. Don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, I think so. Don't talk about it. Yeah, 
Forget about it. Don't even bring it up. There's also been some WoW Classic news. Nax Ramis says, when's it going to launch? Because I'd actually like to see the original Nax because I did the Nax reboot, but I never got to do the original Nax. So it's available right now in the PTR. I don't think we have a date on when that's going to launch. I mean, would you ever give Classic a look again or... Yes. I tried getting my friend Matt to do it, and he yeah. said it said subscription required when he launched oh, it. Oh, okay. Blizzard yeah. also clarified Mythic Mounts remain 100% drops until Shadowlands. So they are extending a lot of these things. Reputation stuff is going to be extended. They are sort of trying to desperately give people stuff to do because, you know, the rumor is, John, that we're looking at like a December 7th release or 8th release. And I'm they okay said that. They, that would line up with like what happened with Cataclysm. We had a really long patch, uh, pre patch, and then we had. A lot of things rolling out. So December 8th would allow us to kind of get the raids, I think, in before Christmas. I don't know. It feels like a good time to me because everyone's going to be off. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people are off during the holiday. Yep. Um, and maybe they played a little bit of Cyberpunk and Assassin's right. Creed by then. And they're ready to kind of sink their teeth into something new. If you don't hook them in before the holiday break, because the holiday break is always a wow time, right? Yes. Like, I'm just picturing snow outside and I'm playing wow and I like the feeling. I'm getting. Yeah. I don't get that experience <laughs> anymore in California. I get guilt when I look outside and it's sunny and I'm like, should I be right. at the beach? But yeah. coronavirus helped a little with that. We kind of don't want to think about that anymore. Also, some other news here may be sad, but I don't know how impactful it's going to be. So they're closing an office in France and people are wondering why. And they had an offer to sort of move some of those people to Ireland. And it doesn't look like a lot of the people wanted to do that. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like a good thing whenever Activision blizzard shuts down an office and i think 400 people that handled marketing customer support localizing games to different languages and other functions for europe are now out of work and you know blizzard has at activision blizzard has had like record profits right and yet they keep getting rid of people and getting rid of things yeah i'm trying to figure out what they actually did at that office though it was i mean a bunch of stuff it it was more than just warcraft right yeah yeah, well, maybe even Call of Duty stuff. Yeah, marketing, customer support, localizing games in different languages, other functions mm. for all titles across Activision Blizzard. Now, it's not like Call of Duty's doing bad. Yeah, it says in, in 98, Vivendi, I guess, acquired That's right, I remember Blizzard. Vivendi. Yeah. I haven't heard about that. It says yet. under Vivendi, Blizzard released StarCraft, Diablo 2, and World of Warcraft. So, well, so that's why they were there. Okay. It's just weird, like, so people aren't going to do those jobs anymore. I just feel like when I, I look no at idea. things in Warcraft, for example, like, is there one guy doing class balance for all of these classes and all of these It's sets? funny. I, I was it's thinking like, that when you said that before. Like, like, is there one dude who's in charge of the warlock, you know, and, and one guy's in charge of the warrior, and, and he's just constantly trying to balance it. He's like, ah, oh, I screwed right. this up. Well, I mean, from what I <laughs> – I mean, that's kind of almost how it is. Yeah. One person can't – tune these knobs though because there's so many systems at this point it's not like it used to be where you could just adjust a number right that other knobs are affecting his knobs yeah right? you can't number crunch <laughs> this you can't min max this because you can't figure out how somebody's going to do something there's too many possibilities and while that seems right. fun because who knows what somebody's going to do eventually it's going to come out people are going to look at their logs everybody's a rogue from rivendreth and they're not even doing anything it's just their ability and then you tune that ability and you've ruined it for something else so i think they need to hire more people it's just like every time i turn around they're getting rid of people and that doesn't make me feel kind of comfortable with that so one other thing i want to talk to you about is there's this kind of cool 
guild on a role-playing server called the Scarlet Scourge. And I saw them originally on an Asmongold video because they were there doing a transmog competition. And he showed one of their videos. And I was like, wow, that looks really cool. I never thought about it again. I happened to see a post that they keep getting banned uh, over on MMO Champion. So Blizzard keeps hitting them with bans because they are killing people in PvP. And so basically, they're like a bunch of undead. They all dress the same. They are... You know, they're a they gang. Look, they're a gang of undead. That's what they do. That's what the Scourge did do, by the way. So they're role-playing Scourge. This is what they're doing. And if this was real, which you're supposed to look at, that's what role-playing is, they would be killing any human they saw, any alliance they saw. That's what they would be doing. I mean, back in the day before you could toggle PvP on, there were RP PvP servers. So there was PvP or RP PvP. And so apparently they're saying that they are, quote, disrupting gameplay and handing out three-day bans to anybody who takes part in these sort of role-playing Seriously? PvP- so- Yes. For, for griefing other players, at which is part of the game. And they've got videos th- of it. like, And some of the videos are really, really cool. Like they, there's music and they're all dressed the same and they're killing things. It's like, this is ridiculous. Like, first of all, you have to toggle PvP on now. So if you're choosing right. to toggle PvP on, you're choosing to die. So what are they doing? Like, It doesn't even look like they're camping people at the graveyard or anything like that. But I'm sorry. This is PvP. This is what the Scourge would do. Why did you allow role-playing PvP servers? Like, what is Well, why did you allow PvP? I mean, that was the big choice back in the day was like, oh, my God, if I do PvP, I'm so scared to go in this area. Like, that was a massive part of the game, and there was legit fear. And I'm sorry, your last expansion was just about the warring factions, right? It was the battle for Azeroth. It was about how much the Alliance and Horde hate each other. So you're saying we should— we should be allowed to role play in a game like this. Now, I'm not a role player, but I have to admit, it seems fun, right? It seems cool. I can get why people want to do this. So they're doing it. They're killing people and they're getting banned. I mean, this is a joke. This is when, you know, it's sensitivity shit has ruined gaming and Blizzard has just got to stop. That's like, like that's, uh, putting my Call of Duty hat on. Right. That's like saying, like, you know, I, if I kill too many people on the other team, I get banned because it's not yep. fair, you know? Yep. People are saying it's a joke. So this has happened to them multiple times. They're worried they might get They want to get rid of factions. It's completely clear to me. They 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 don't they want to get rid of PVP or any sort of attacking other players. Am I just supposed to pick flowers with the opposite faction? Like what? This is stupid. Well, I think they want to get rid of the factions completely so it's just one unified happy world. So apparently they're also killing NPCs, which is disruptive to gameplay. So instead of going in there and putting a cooldown on NPC death or maybe giving the NPCs more health or something like that, they're banning the players that are doing it. So this just kind of pissed me off. A lot of the comments are saying the same thing. I can't believe world PvP is a bannable offense now. 2020 is here, lads. WoW is officially a PvE Care Bear game, and I guess now you need consent from the person you're killing. To be honest, I think the ban hammer... Was automated you, you have consent by, by flagging yourself. Right, but I guess the NPCs didn't consent. But it's not just that. It's also that they're killing people and people have been complaining. So, you know, they're kind of hated on the server and stuff. I think that's kind of cool. Like, oh, if I join this server, you know, get somebody else to be like, hey, let's get an alliance faction going that fights these guys. Like, that's when PvP was fun. I don't get why they have to shut it down and ban people for it. It's... I just it's read dumb. that and I couldn't believe it. It's really, really dumb. So I know you have to go soon. What's your I do. schedule? <laughs> I guess I can let you go and maybe either continue or end here. So All right. All right. So I know I did mention that Shadowlands pre-expansion patch survival guide video that Blizzard just put out on October 6th. When was that? Yesterday. And 
you guys can watch this along with me, but I'm just going to put the audio in here as I'm watching because honestly, I didn't even watch this. I skipped through it. So I kind of want to see if I am understanding what exactly is coming in the first week or if they sort of clarify that. So let's play it. Welcome to the World of Warcraft Survival Guide for the Shadowlands pre-expansion patch coming out later this year. In this video, we'll take a look at upcoming features, including class changes, new character customization options, and a pre-expansion event that will have you facing so off against the some guards killing zombies. We'll also give Hope you a heads get banned up about that. what content is going away once the pre-expansion patch goes live, Auction house so you can add them to away. your collection before time runs out. One of the first things you'll notice when you log in are the new abilities and talents for your character. Along with the return of a several classic abilities removed in previous expansions. They don't expansions. get unlocked until level 60. In Shadowlands, many iconic, class-defining abilities will be shared by every specialization, such as Shaman's Healing Stream Totem and all of Rogue's Poisons. Specializations mm. will further empower abilities that match their theme. Sounds cooler than it really is, honestly. I haven't gotten back that much. We've cool also stuff. changed player character and NPC levels across the board as part of our streamlined, faster leveling experience. Characters that were once level 120 will become level 50, and the new maximum level in Shadowlands is 60. As part of that, health, Resources such as mana and damage have been reduced across the board. And this is where there and are going to be some boo roughly even. And you can have some fun. You're going to go to a zone your and you're going to get your ass kicked or you're going to just like one shot and everything. It's going to be weird. And the overhauled level up Something's experience will lower up. the amount of time it takes to reach max level. Also in the pre-expansion patch are our new character customization options. Now you'll have a wider variety yeah, these are actually of options cool. to choose you didn't from mess around to with help these make your character the look the way you imagine them. They're actually For example, cool. dwarves will we have the option more, to add tattoos reminiscent of the Wildhammer tribe. And undead can change how much their bones are exposed to the world. You can access these either in the character creation screen when making a new character, or in the barber shop, where you can That's update the look or gender of your existing characters. Look different and new. We've also made some improvements to the in-game navigation system to help you keep your eyes on exploring the world rather than deciphering maps and mini-maps. Yeah, I think this might the be good for new players, but I'm not going to use it. If your target it is just above puts like or a below yellow diamond so you know whether you need to climb a mountain is. or spelunk into a cave to reach your objective. I don't like objective. feeling like I'm auto-running to an objective. In I the like coming weeks, you'll be called upon to defend Azeroth from an undead invasion as the okay, scourge the sweep weeks. across the land. Yeah. Players will embark on a quest to establish a foothold in Icecrown, where the barrier between Azeroth and the afterlife has been shattered, and prepare for the coming journey into the Shadowlands. This limited time event will only be available until Shadowlands is officially released, so make sure to log in to so experience it and earn special rewards. This is your only shot to get one of those big bags we were talking about. Maybe get some like haunted memento live, version too. I still have my old one from the from Battle for Azeroth will become more difficult to obtain or, or completely unobtainable. Still including the mighty Caravan Brutosaur and the uncorrupted Voidwing mounts. You'll also no longer be able to earn corrupted gear, and any current corrupted gear will be cleansed of its dark power along with your legendary cloak's passive corruption mitigation. Be sure to check out our website for the full list of content going away at worldofwarcraft.com. Season 4 will also come to an end with the pre-expansion patch, so any rewards tied to it will be distributed shortly afterward. Make sure to finish your seasonal goals to reap the rewards while you can. Of course, this is just a prelude for everything coming in Shadowlands. 
Soon, you'll be exploring new zones that take you into different facets of Azeroth's afterlife. Let's feel a lot better when we actually have a date one of four and I can plan around covenants. it a little more. Exploring the twisting corridors of Torghast, Tower of the Damned, and so much more. Check out our website at worldofwarcraft.com slash Shadowlands for more details. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in the Shadowlands. Yeah, so pretty much what I thought. We're going to get the cosmetic stuff and the level squish. But if you're a character that doesn't want to level anybody else and you don't really care what you look like, that first week of pre-patch, maybe even the first two weeks or possibly three weeks, depending on how long this is, there may not be that much for you to actually do. And that kind of sucks. So I really wish they at least rolled out some of the zombie stuff, or maybe they'll consider that. But we will have to see next week, next Tuesday. Once John and I play the pre-patch, we will be back with another Warcraft Outsiders. I may even bring it up on Video Game Outsiders, just because to me it's kind of a, a bigger deal. But we will see next week. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you very soon.